Uh, let's go. Hey, we are live. Yo. Kyle is vertical. There we go. All righty. So, folks, we are live, and Kyle's camping right now. We want to talk a little bit about Kellen Moore and the offense and what we should expect this season moving forward. So, guys, let's get into it. Okay, folks, as, as always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. We talk about all things Chargers. We are the Bolt Bros. Yes, sir. Best name in town when you want to talk about the Chargers and uh, everything that is. So, Kyle, you are camping Kyle today. So, uh, can you tell everyone what you're doing right now and then uh, what's what's happening? Yeah, so right now uh, we're all at the uh, Silverwood Lake. Um, the IE Diehards has put up this uh, campground uh for the the debolt fam uh for the past four years this is like the, now the fourth year and it's uh fantastic so we're actually about to have a barbecue um down by the the lake um and we're gonna just have a good time um and you know chillax relax and uh have a few drinks you know what i'm saying like a little little bit of a sunday or a saturday weekend party time you know so and and i honestly like guys like Anyone who watches this, you know, really needs to actually reach out and find these clubs. And like, and we, we talk about them all the time because the more you guys do this, the shorter the off season feels because you get the, you, yeah. you're united with the bolt fam. Again, you get the feeling of football is, is still around as, as always happening, you know? Um, and it's honestly, this is the best time. This is so, awesome. so great. I, I did this last time. Um, as you saw from one of my videos, um, that only got like 200 views. So if you, well, maybe drop a, drop a card on there right now. Uh, so you guys can look at that one the last time I was here, awesome. but um, yeah, it, it's amazing. Like, you know, we got Los Rios out here. We got IE diehards. We got the, the charger bolt family. Um, we got, uh, you know, bolt dogs. Shoot. Who else? Diehard bolt clubs out here. Like everybody's out here. Like, you know, All right. and, and, if, and if you ain't out here, where the fuck you at? <laughs> okay. Very cool. All right, so let's talk about what's going on here. We want to have a conversation regarding uh, how we're going to light up the scoreboard and what that means and what's going on. So let's talk about our boy Kellen Moore real quick. Kellen Moore and what he's done for this Chargers uh, staff ever since he's been here. Guys, obviously the offense talked quite a bit today about the uh, this week about the OTAs and what's going on specifically with. And, guys, good to see you. Throw your questions out as well, too, folks. You know, we're here to have conversations with you. We want to have discussions with you. So throw your questions out. We will, you know, answer as best we possibly can. And uh, Larry, yes, uh, Kyle's camping Kyle today, right? And uh, Matthew Dial, good to see you as well. And obviously, GTR, man, good to see you guys. So maybe James and Ky uh, James, why don't you just talk a little bit about uh, Kellen Moore and kind of what your thoughts are on him and, uh, you know, what he's going to do to change this offense moving forward. So what are your thoughts? Man, just the whole thing and the whole just breaking down kind of what Kellen Moore has done with the Cowboys and now what he's going to do with the Chargers. I mean, it's going to elevate this team. 100%. And the whole thing about it is, is like <laughs> I, I, I've been watching. And I'm, I've been str just struggling not having football on TV. So I've been watching a lot <laughs> yeah, right. of 2022 yeah. games over again. And uh, gosh, it's frustrating to watch Lombardi. But the thing about it is, like, obviously there was a lot of injuries. There was a lot of issues. O-line, Herbert injured really early on in the season. They had to kind of change things up. But it just seemed like too simple of an offense all the time. And I believe Kellen Moore, just like the title of our, our video here, He's going to light up the scoreboard. 100%. He's going to make it exciting. Um, even to say that on top of that, like Keenan Allen talked about in his interview, just to throw just a little bit of tidbit on that. He said, we got Mike Will. We got Keenan Allen. We got Quentin Johnson. Yeah, yeah we're going to throw downfield. And that's what us as fans want to see from Kellen Moore. And we feel very confidently that this offense is really, really going to be built to be an absolute juggernaut. So – I'm excited about it all around. I'm excited what Kellen Moore is going to be able to bring into this. So I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see this offense to be completely unleashed and herbo bombs and a lot of touchies. We'll talk about a lot of it touchies, last a lot of touchies. Yeah, boy. Touchies. Touchies. Yeah, they, they, trademark here, boys and girls. Trademark here. Touchies. Touchies, baby. 
So uh, in the chat, I know we, we got people piling in right now. So um, in the chat, who do you, why do you think Kellen Moore is the right guy for us? Or maybe you don't think he is. So throw your thoughts out as well too, guys. You know, again, pros, cons, all the above. Kyle, what's your thoughts about Kellen Moore so far and OTAs and what's going on? And well, Larry's saying top five offense, maybe top five defense. I hope so. I think we only yeah. need to be a top 10 defense, period. And that's it. You know, and yeah. we'd be fine. So, Carlos. Yeah, Starr. I mean, I 100% agree. I, we're, we're definitely going to go top five offense again this year. Like, I mean, at least Justin Herbert's going to, it's a top five quarterback no matter what. Um, and I mean, honestly, I like what I see uh, Kellen Moore talking about our offense, how we, um, you know, he, he loves the weapons that we have right now. Yep. And uh, he's, he's really, he's developing the playbook for them specifically. And that's going to be huge, you know, yeah. uh, huge, huge, you know, like, and so it's, cause he's going to know, like, I mean, being an offensive minded uh, coach with a quarterback in like, you know, history, he knows like, you know, just like, okay, you got to adjust with whatever weapons you have on the field. And so let's just think back to Joe Lombardi. Dang it. Think back to Joe Lombardi. Yeah. <laughs> my phone keeps like kind of like dying or, or, or turning off. So like it switches me up a little bit. So Got it. Um, just thinking back to the Joe Lombardi using Michael Bandy to run straight into the freaking edge defender. Cause you know, like, Oh yeah, no, no matter who's out there, well, they'll be able to run the play uh, 100%. Right. Nah, nah, man, that ain't, that ain't how it works. So, yep. but uh, that's, that's what I see Kellen Moore doing out there already. Yeah, and so this is a great question from Larry Castro. So, by the way, just so you know, here's how the offensive line is going to look. Uh, uh, Rashawn Slater, Zion Johnson, um, Corey, uh, Lindsley. Corey Lindsley, and then it's uh, um, Later. Jamari Sawyer, and then Pipkins. Pipkins ain't easy. So that's that's those are the five right there, guys. So the cool thing is, is specifically Kellen Moore talked quite a bit about this, and he actually specifically said, bottom line, folks, the left side is going to be – massive okay so let me talk about two things two things in the pass game and also in the run game Allen said this um and then also jamari sawyer said that or sorry not jamari rashawn slater said this um in the interview this week and by the way just so you know folks i was actually gonna do this video on friday and it was just gonna be me and then i thought man this is more of a conversation for everybody and i want to talk to all of you folks about this because it matters like we want to engage with you guys so again like and subscribe you know, just be involved in this. And I want you guys to be involved in this conversation. But what he specifically came out and said, Alan said this, Rashawn Slater said this, Moore is simplifying the offense. Speaking of offensive line, he's simplifying run blocking and pass blocking as well, keeping it extremely simple. So guess what? And Jamari or uh, Rashawn Slater said this, and so did Keenan Allen this, so we can play fast. Think about that for a second, guys. James and I are both in sales. What's the first rule of sales, James? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. And Lombardi, man, he made these plays way too complicated. Way yeah. too complicated. And so Kellen Moore is just going to make it real simple. And I, that was really the main point I wanted to bring home on Friday. But again, I think it's great to have a conversation um, and what we think. And uh, defensive line, again, it's going to be, uh, well, we're talking about offense right now, Larry, but again, it would be um, SJD, uh, Morgan Austin Fox, Johnson. and then Austin Johnson. That's really going to be the, that's going to be our main D, D lineman. But again, Tito's coming back. Uh, you never really know how it's going to play out. I think they're going to put a rotation on defensive line. Anyways, pass to you guys on, on uh, specifically around simplifying the offense. Well, the one thing about it is, is that the 11 uh, personnel, 12 personnel that you'll yep. probably end up running on this too. Um, you know, talking about our O-line and everything too, and what we're basically <laughs> going to be looking at and simplifying things, I think that we're just going to be overloading their <laughs> yeah. defensive line basically. 100%. Yep. So if yep. you start looking at the 11, it's generally going to be a, um, you know, your five-man offensive line, but then it added tight end yep. with three wideouts at that point. So – you got to think that's a matchup nightmare in a general general sense. You got Keenan, Mike Williams, and Quentin Johnson, or it could be also, you know, uh, Palmer or whatnot. And then you got Austin Eckler to deal with in the back end too. That's a tough situation to deal with. And then when you got a 12 personnel, you're going to be dealing with a little bit more of a higher amount of people on the O-line with double tight ends on the edge. Now, usually it's a four-man rush, 
five man rush. Sometimes people go with a six man rush. Even on a 12 personnel, it's an overloading of them to force them to say, hey, look, I don't think you could come into us because we have more men on our line versus your men on your O line. Yep. And then on top of that, you got some threats on the outside too. Say if it's, you know, Quentin Johnston, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, whoever, whatever variation we got to work with, plus a couple tight ends on the on the O line. Pick your poison at that point, boys. And then you still have, you know, Austin Eckler in the back end. So I think it's really about just saying, hey, our O-line is going to be bigger than your O-line or your D-line. We're going to be able to just do more to protect Justin Herbert all around. Um, And I think we're going to have an awesome, awesome offense all around. And our O-line is going to look extremely good this year, in my opinion, because of simplifying the whole offensive line or offensive scheme, but just simply overloading them. 100%. That's the key. So, Kyle, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we actually talked about it a little bit uh, while we were driving up this way because um, I came out here with uh, Renergy. He's another uh, one of the elite super fans and stuff. Yeah, awesome. Um, it's like, look, man, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's all about just staying healthy. Our team, like, because we have the That's exact hard. same team that we had from last year with a few minor adjustments or whatever. Um, but that injuries thing just got us. Like, we could have had the division if our injuries didn't get us um, you know, last year. And so like, and that was just it. Like, you know, we didn't have Rashawn Slater. Jamari Sawyer stepped up in a huge way. And now with him actually showing up and actually being on that right uh, guard position, that's going to be big too, because the shore up our right side a little bit more um, with uh, Pipkins there, um, him and Pipkins is going to be a, a, a freaking amazing combo. Amazing 100%. combo. 100%. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just really excited to see, like, you know, how, how this all shakes out. And, and, of course, Corey Lindsay got injured several times. He was in and out, you know. So, and and hopefully now at this point, that's kind of, like, makes uh, Will Clapp uh, put him on on watch because, uh, you know, he knows that he needs to step up a little bit more, you know, well, when, he, when, he has, when he has to. Yeah, and, and, and to your point on that, Kyle, like, I – when you simplify an offense, which is exactly what Kellen Moore is going to do, it makes it easier for someone like a Will Clapp to come in and you don't miss a beat, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Again, okay. So let me let me let me tell you one reason why I hated Lombardi the most. He made it so Justin Herbert had to be perfect for us to win. In the chat, folks, Larry, everybody, do you think? That's smart. He put everything on Justin Herbert. He made it very difficult. Modern-day NFL offenses, look at the Niners, look at all these other teams. They don't care about that. They make it simple and create space for plays. So you don't have to be perfect. The quarterback doesn't have to be perfect. Now, by the way, we're going to review. We're going to – okay, just so you know, moving forward, we're going to review what Dak Prescott did as an entire season statistically and also what he did in the playoffs. And then we're also going to talk about Justin Herbert, what he did statistically this last season and what he did in the playoffs. So it's hard because you're making everything 100% on Justin Herbert. And that, and that stresses out a young quarterback. So secondarily, it's, it just doesn't work out. So, all right, let's, let's answer Larry's uh, question real quick and then we'll, we'll go. Uh, so um, how about Nick Williams um, and that D line, by the way, I think Nick Williams is going to be absolutely amazing. I think it's an amazing pickup. By the way, when we picked up Austin Johnson, guess who took Austin Johnson's role? It was Nick Williams at the Giants. So he's he. So it's hilarious. We got Austin Johnson. Now we have Nick Williams. We have so much depth on the defensive line. I'm excited to see what we do differently there. It's it's going to be exciting. So yeah, and the one thing too about uh, you know signing like a guy like Williams, it's really kind of stabilizing things. I think a little bit more for us on our D line, putting more experience on that D line. Plus, also if Otito's knee is not really 100% also ready to go too. So it's really just kind of giving layers of, you know, veteran presence versus like having guys like a, a Forrest Merrill or, a, you know, I think Fahoko was a phenomenal player all around, but like, you know, it's now it's putting guys that have been there, done that and been in the league for a while. And I think it's a really good move to be able to have that kind of low end base signing with a high potential for us uh, for depth. Well, and I, and one thing I would also say too is the thing that frustrated me about Lombardi is one guys, if you watch the Brett Coleman videos on the running and the passing, here's the thing: simplifying the offense, being aggressive, exploiting their weaknesses. If they run bare fronts, they run tight fronts. If they run light boxes, 
Don't do the same goddamn plays over and over again and yeah. expect a different result. That's called the definition of insanity. We were horrible in scoring touchdowns in the third quarter, but guess what? Kellen Moore was almost one of the best in scoring touchdowns in the third quarter because he adapted, and we never did that last season. So, again, um, it, it, it's huge to see that, right? And, and look, you're exactly right, G. Flores. Brady did well, and he didn't have the best teams around him, but he exploited what was in front of him, and he made them pay for what they did. Yep. And by the way, this, exactly. is, this is a great point. Uh, GTR man, Corlins is going to be key. He needs to stay healthy. Do we trust his backup stepping up if he goes down? So here's my thing. I already talked on it briefly. Will Clapp is good. The coaching staff likes him. Again, he's not yep. – Cor- by the way, Corey Lindsley is arguably the best center in the league, just yep. so you know. So a step down is – unfortunately, the man is going to be, you know, graded very heavily on <laughs> what he did. Yeah. But my point is, you know, Will Clapp will be okay, but I think Kellen Moore, no matter what, is going to make it simple for Corey Lindsley to ease, at least do a decent job – or uh, Will Clapp to do a decent job if he comes in. James okay. Kyle, what's your thoughts on uh, DTR man's question? <clears throat> yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard situation when you go from a, a guy, say like Corey Lindsay to the next guy, <laughs> right. you're always going to, yeah. to be beat up. I mean, it's kind of the same idea when when Ladanian Tomlinson left, we drafted Matthews and we expect Ladanian Tomlinson out of Matthews. It doesn't work. Doesn't you know, work that like way. that just doesn't work that way. So it, it's very hard in a hard transition to go from, you know, that or whatnot. I mean, we've had those conversations that Zion Johnson could potentially end up being a setter for us too. We've yep. talked about other guys that could shift around. Maybe even McFadden, who we just drafted, could be another guy that could step in as a center too. So I'm not 100% sure on that. But at the same side, I'm sure the Chargers and Kellen Moore, offensive line coaches, probably figured things out a little bit. Like, hey, this is going to be our team A. If this player goes down, this is who will go in as a center and so on and so forth. And they'll shift the line accordingly. Personally, in my opinion, try to keep the guys that are in, in where they're at as team one leave them where they're at, but then hopefully like McFadden or, you know, Brandon Hymas, I don't know, uh, Will Clapp, I, if he's going to be the guy, he's going to be the guy. But once again, if it's simplified, anybody could go in there and do their job. And that's the big key about it. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it Kyle, what's your thoughts? Right. Yeah, I mean, so I would say this, though, too, is like, yeah, we, we got to keep it simple, but we also need to make it, um, I guess, complex enough that, it makes the defense's guess second guess what we're actually sure. going to do though. So he talked about that a lot. Kellamore talked about that a ton. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, so you need to, I mean, obviously let's, let's be perfectly honest. Like, uh, you know, athletes are smart and we got George, uh, Justin Herbert. He was, he's a, he was a Marine biologist. I got a bunch of flies in my face over here. So that's right. I didn't bring a bug spray. So whatever. So, um, and then, uh, you know, Zion Johnson is like a, you know, a computer scientist, you know, like in freaking like a straight up hacker or whatever, you know? Um, but football is a simple sport in a lot of ways, you know, like, you know, you, you run, you run here, and, and you block here, whatever like that, you know, like it's like you, you got to make a hole here, whatever like that, you know, like so you got to keep it simple. And that's going to be in, important, like you say, like, you know, just to cookie cut these situations where like, yeah, because no matter what happens, players are going to go down. It's just it's just sports, you know, like you know, we are going to get injuries, just a matter of who's going to get injured. Um, and the next person up needs to be ready and and armed and ready to go. That same day, then ready to step up. So, uh, well said, Kyle. That's perfect. And by the way, this is this is a great comment by G Flores, right? Red zone production with Kellen Moore is absolutely spectacular. Yeah. I think I think he led the league in red zone production <laughs> with with a subpar quarterback. And guys, we're gonna go we're gonna go through it right now. And by the way, Larry Castro, good point here. Uh, keep it simple, stupid. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, folks. One, One bite at a time. time. That's all yeah, you I was going to say something about G Flores' comment about the red zone production. If you guys kept up on some of the notes for yep. OTAs, um, they had red zone, um, you know, practice basically. I think it was, I want to say it was Easton Stick. He was like seven for seven in red zone yeah. to get touchdowns. Yep. And then they showed uh, Max Duggan. He was like perfect too in the red zone situation. Now, once again, hey, hey, hey. yo, what up, what up, what up? 
Let's go. Hey, yo, double gimbal. Double gimbal. <laughs> hey, this is, this is, this is Renergy back here. What up? What yeah, up, right. everybody? I he's like, what doing? He's, uh, he's the guy that I, I came up, up here with. Yeah. How so, we doing, guys? Good to see yeah. you. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to interview him one of these days too, like because he's got a lot of a lot of good information for us. So yeah, no, we need to do that. We yeah. Need to do that guys. Yeah. guys, as always, like this is why we do this. We want to get out, we want to be part of the community. This I we're not getting paid for this, folks. I mean, let's just yeah. let's just be clear. We're here doing this for you guys. So uh, you know, we want to make this happen. So what up, Pablo? Right. Pablo, what's up, guys? How we doing? And by the way, G Flores, I agree. I think look, we're gonna be aggressive. Massive. So Okay, I, I, there, there, I'm probably going to do a video on this, and I, I, I started thinking, about, I was like, man, this is such a broad topic. So I'm going to continue discussing how we're going to be different as far as defense is concerned. I will say this also. I don't know that we're going to be very different on defense. I think the defense is going to be very simplified and very easy. But moving forward, I think the offense is going to be huge. So yeah. why don't we go into uh, what Dak Prescott did last season? And then also what he did in the playoff games, just to sort of illustrate. And then we're going to talk about Justin Herbert, and we'll go from there. And and by the way, yeah, uh, that would be awesome. We'd love to have you out yeah. there. Primo, yeah. Primo Pablo, I thought you were supposed to be out here, man. What's going What's on, man? Going on, Why are you playing hard to get? That's not cool, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> come on out, baby. Come yeah. on out. Hey, it's only, it's only a few hours drive. Yeah, we out here, man. We're going to be out here all day. Absolutely. Come on out. And so – Guys, this is a great example of what Dak Prescott did, right? Okay, passer rating, 91.1%. Uh, completion percentage, 62.2%. Yards, look at that, 2,800 yards, just a little over 2,800 yards. Third, yeah. 23 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Okay, so we're going to eventually show you Herbert's numbers, but here's the thing. He worked the sidelines 100%. Yeah. So that's what he did. Like, But it was all vertical. It was all around 10 yards. I'm expecting very similar type of production. Now, just remember, out of 11, which is three wide receivers, they pass the ball a little over 60% of the time. Out of 12 personnel, two tight ends, they ran the ball 63% of the time. So yep. it didn't matter. You kind of knew what they were going to do depending on the personnel that they had in there, right? But it was just enough to keep them a little off guard. They're like, okay, they should run it here. Oh, oh wow, they passed. Oh, that was weird. We didn't expect that, right? And so yep. – that's where you start getting the big plays and you start setting up the, the defense for the aggression that's going to happen. So what are your thoughts on Prescott here? I mean, you know, again, I mean, guys, what are your thoughts? Where does Prescott sit uh, compared to Herbert, right? PFF has Herbert at like fourth. Um, Dak is like 15th, I believe. So what are your thoughts about Dak compared to Justin Herbert and the offense? James, Kyle, let's go from there. Yeah. And in the chat, give us your thoughts. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting thing to kind of look at because working the edges like that, we really didn't ever really work any edges by any means for really Justin didn't. Herbert last season. I actually just pulled up the uh, screenshot of what Justin Herbert did last year. And actually, it was kind of interesting because there was a little bit more downfield than I pretty much ever expected to be able to see. Um, yeah. But it was more like downfield middle and then <laughs> to – under 10 yard type throws and then his green zones were slightly plus 10 on the left side. So they really <laughs> spread the ball out quite a bit with Justin Herbert, but I do expect with the weapon. <laughs> hey, uh, we, all, we, we all know Herbert's better than Dak. Come on now. Oh, That's big right. time, big time. We all know that. We all know that. Big time. But with the weapons that Justin Herbert has and Kellen Moore is going to have, you're going to see a lot more downfield passing all around with this team. I mean, once again, Dak Prescott didn't have a full season last year. He was injured also, too. Yep. Um, but, man, I cannot wait to just see what's going to happen with this team because I really think that Justin Herbert's got a phenomenal arm, way better arm than Dak. He's going to have a much, much more ability to not throw as many interceptions like Dak did. It was 23 and 15, basically. That's not a very good ratio all around. So I think it's going to be an exciting thing to be able to see Kellen Moore and what Justin Herbert could do. It's going to be awesome. Awesome yeah, what to do you, see. What do you think there, Kyle? I think Dak is a moron. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Okay. So actually, and, and, here's, and here's proof actually to it as well. It's like, uh, actually, I saw a video recently where a guy actually looked at um, quarterbacks, uh, high school GPAs and stuff like that. Guess what Dak Prescott's uh, GPA was at that time? Oh, God. Oh, boy. 
Wait, oh, high school. One point seven. Yeah. Good oh Lord. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He wearing, he should, he's worn a helmet his entire life and not in a good yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. So realistically, like I don't feel like he really applied himself to learn how to study yeah, very sure. well. Yeah. And so because of that, I'm pretty sure Kellen. That's why Kellen Moore was smiling ear to ear yeah. when he actually was running alongside Justin Herbert, like you know during OTAs. He's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have someone yeah, who yeah. actually wants to do something. He wants to read the playbook. He wants to understand like what I'm trying to do here. And so like that Kellen Moore is he's like a kid in a candy store right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's just like <laughs> see um, it, it, that's a great point, Kyle. I didn't even I didn't know it was that low. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it was that low. That's crazy. Wow. Well, yeah. and the and the big thing too, Kellen Moore got let go or whatever happened with the Cowboys. Um and then instantly signed with the Chargers. He knew who he had at the Chargers. He had Justin yeah. Herbert. He had a top yeah. three quarterback yeah. in the league. You know, yeah. I I'll put him as a top three, top five at the lead at the the worst for him. He knew what he had, and so he, he jumped all over that opportunity. And right. uh, it's going to be exciting to see how much he develops Justin Herbert once again. MV, MVP season loading for Justin Herbert this year. So here's the yep. thing. I, I'm, I'm going to make an interesting comment about this too. I think I think the Chargers were actually a side hoe for uh, for uh, our, our boy Kellen Moore, right? You know, you know, he 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 was he was DMing he was DMing in Instagram. You know, Brandon Staley, <laughs> hey man, things are heating up here. With the 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 Cowboys, man, I got to get my ass out of here. It was uh, quick. Yeah. Hey, it happened fast, folks. It was look, quick. It did. I, I really, I think, I think the conversation was already set in motion and, you know, he's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Can, can I come over? You know, yeah. then he walked in, had a conversation with Mike McCarthy. He said, man, you're a dipshit. You suck. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Can yeah, I leave? Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point. And by the way, GTR, man, this is great. I'm salving. I thought that Herbo have a better O-line. Look, so let me be very clear about something. They do a lot of zone reads in running at, at, at the Cowboys. And again, make this very clear. Um, Kelmore didn't say they're going to run the same offense they ran with the Cowboys. Okay. They're going to run something very different, right? We're just looking at what they did, and this is kind of maybe what to expect, but we don't really know, right? So there's, I think, a lot of motion, a lot of verticals. I think you're going to see a lot of really interesting plays. And by the way, Boise State, when Moore was there, they ran a lot of trick plays. Uh, starting tight end, we all know that's going to be Everett. That's not that's not even a conversation. That's He's exactly the guy. Um, I do also think that we're going to probably see Horvath run in a lot of different ways. He'll probably come in as sort of a tight end slash, you know, fullback as well. Um, more for blocking and potentially going on the flat. I do think that'll happen as well, too. Aether's here. How we doing, my friend? Let's make what it up. Aether. What's my up, my baby. baby? What's up? What's up, my baby? And by the <laughs> way, so this, this is some interesting notes on the uh, game. I think this was against uh, – who was this? Was Who was this against? It's a playoff the game. Niner game? Oh, it's Niners. Yeah, it was Niners. Yep. Uh, dude, Dak had a great game. Look at this. But again, he was 25 for 33. But look at look at the vertical threats, right? Everything yeah. was around 20, yeah. you know, a couple down underneath here and there, you know. Um, guys, he spread the ball around really well, right? And there was a lot of distribution. Again, we're going to show Herbert's numbers. And we're going to show what he did in the playoff game against the Jags. And I know we don't want to relive that conversation, folks. But here's the point, right? You start seeing what Lombardi did wrong. And what Kellen Moore is going to do right in yep. distributing the ball correctly, right? That's I guess that's what we're getting at with this, right? I don't want you to think that. Like, okay, what's another thing that we say in sales, James? If you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Right? Yep. Kellen Moore is great at understanding how to adjust to the defense that's in front of them. So. Look, just understand there's better ways of getting things done. There's better ways of creating space. I also do believe in offense, we're going to have a lot of rotation of players. You're going to see Darius Davis. You're going to see Jalen Guyton. You're going to see a lot of rotation of players. we got some older wide receivers, folks. We want to keep them healthy in the fourth quarter. So I think that's going to really happen as well, too. So Yeah, most definitely. No, What's up, it, Danny? How you doing? Exciting to see, you know, yeah. one thing. Yo, what, what up? Over what here. Up? Hey, yeah. yeah. I'm videotaping, videotaping you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, welcome Ventura County, 805. Yes, 805, Ventura County Diehard Bowl Club right here. Yeah, this is Danny. Yeah, man, if you guys are up in the in the, in the valley right there, hit them up. Like, you know, get get part of the Diehard Bowl Club. It's fantastic. Yes. You know? yeah. We got beaches and everything. Everybody's welcome. Open arms. Open arms. Nothing but charter love. 
Love it. You guys, let me go harass <laughs> other it. people. Let's do it, guys. Much love. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, no boys. Hey, t- tell other people to kind of swing by too. Yeah, and, and again, guys, that's why we do this, folks. Right? We want to com- we want to want to connect with the community and everyone out there, and all you guys. This is the whole point. This, especially this live episode, folks. This is one hundred ten percent for you guys, not for us. Right? And again, it's it's awesome to have this conversation with you, folks. All right, so let's talk a little about Herbert real quick, um, and kind of go into like you know some of the statistics Herbert did last season, right? Because it is interesting to take a look at what he did, and again. Let's let's set the table on this conversation first, folks. Uh, guess what? Justin Herbert had fractured rib cartilage. He had um, torn labrum. Torn labrum, week sixteen, folks. Yeah. This is tough, dude. Like he did not. Uh, he was not healthy, guys. He was not healthy. And oh my gosh, right? Um, yeah. But he still got a ninety-three point two, bro. It has, it has better than Dak. Well. well. Yeah, yeah. Better, than that, better completion rates, almost yeah. double the yards. Uh, 25 touchdowns was exactly what Dak had. And by the way, I'm going to be very clear about something. The offensive coordinator can scheme people open. You look at the Niners, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant was amazing yeah. when he stepped in. Less interceptions than Dak Prescott as well, too. But look, he distributed the ball. Nothing yeah. was under the league worst average. He spread the ball around quite a bit. We're going to also show what he did in the playoff game. Um, as well against the Jags, which again, we don't want to relive that conversation, but it just goes to show you what happened moving forward. And Pablo, thank you very much. And you're right, man. Like, look, they want to confuse what they're doing, right? They want to show one thing and do another. Again, I do think there's going to be a lot of motion. There's going to be a lot of motion around, and, and there's going to be a lot of just moving the ball vertical. One of the things I've also saw about Kellen Moore with his, with his pass plays, there's always a vertical threat. And split the safety. Then all Herbert has to do is decide, is, is the middle field open? Is the safety split? Do you have man up front? The whole point is keep it simple for Justin Herbert to make the right read and throw the ball downfield. So hey, we, got some, we got some more guests right here. Yeah. Absolutely. Bring them over. Hey. Yeah. Let me see. Breaker 619, how are we doing? Good yeah, to see yeah, you. Yeah, fix, uh, fix the camera so we can see, see us better. Oh, I love this. I love this. Yeah, guy. Yeah. There you go. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, fix the camera so we can, we can actually see. There you go. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Inland Empire, I love it. I love it. Riverside yeah, diehards. Riverside diehards. Love it, love it, folks. What up, dude? Yeah, yeah what's up? Hey, what are you doing? Isaac over here. Isaac. Louis. Louis. Felipe. Felipe. Gator. 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 Salamander, bro. Salamander. The ladies call it salamander, right? Hopefully, our running backs are wiggly this year, huh? I love it. I love it. Show's already coming off. I love it, guys. It's awesome. Let's go, Diehard. Go left. Yeah, bolt up, boys. Guys, and, and honestly, yeah, like, boy. Like, this is why we do it, folks. Yeah. We, we want to right, man. We're going to go ahead and call Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Well, you guys should be here, too, bro. No, no doubt. I know. I know. Yeah. No doubt. So, Pablo, where are we at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're still talking around us. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me just mute it so you guys can keep going. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. You're good. So, guys, Pablo Hernandez says, hey, fellas, tight end um, are going to be by, by the yeah. committee. Look, I also think there's going to be specific roles for tight ends, right? Like you'll probably see more of a blocking tight end in the middle, you know, more 12 personnel. I think they're going to be switching things around, right? Kellen Moore is, is very inventive. Uh, guys, if you ever saw him at Boise State, man, they did things very, very interesting. I mean, it was just really great stuff, right? So – uh, good question by uh, Larry Castro. Again, this is defense. I know we did a whole video on this. James, you did the video on um, yeah. Gerard Clark. So what are your thoughts on, on him starting a little bit? this? You season? know, I think that's going to be dictated based upon what happens in the preseason. Um, yep. You know, we'll see if he really gets out there and plays well. I mean, once again, he did the whole video I created. It said Ger- Gerard Clark, Gerard Clark, let me talk correctly here, yeah. um, has shown out pretty well. And I mean, Khalil Mack spoke to him about him specifically. And he's like, we got some dudes out here. Like we got some really good undrafted free agents and he is playing with the one. So he's getting his looks. He's got his chance. I I think there's a good chance he could get out there. Now, once again, I don't want his chance to be out there if there's injuries on the D line again, but yeah, um, 
you know, at the same side, what if you have him as like a first down kind of kind of nose tackle? Just a yep. guy who could be a space eater. That's what you want. Plug like, it up. I'm good with that. If you could have him out there, a 335 nose tackle out there that could just be butt and gut, fill them gaps. Let's go. Let's go. Like, I'm ready for that. That's look, how many times did we have a lot of first down situation? We'd run the ball, get one yard, zero yards, and then we're stuck in a passing situation for second and third down. 100%. Like, yeah, sucked. Let's try to sucked. do that to our, our opposition versus giving up five to six yards a run and find a way to be able to fill those stupid gaps so we don't get eaten up on the ground, dude. Like, it's so frustrating. Make it harder on them. Come on. Let's go. Yep. This is a good point by uh, Willie, right? As long as the offense can and like protect Herbert and create holes for Spiller, Horvath, red zone. Like, I think we might see some two running back sets. We're going to see some yep. pretty exotic type of formations, right? Uh, Aether says, my only concern about the offense is in the first two weeks because the coach doesn't play anyone in preseason. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you on that, right? I think I think a lot of times, you know, we sit back and kind of wait, oh, we're gonna be great, we're gonna be great, we're gonna be great, and then it is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, and and it it but again, we don't want to have injuries going into the season, right? That's the concern. So yeah, a hundred percent. Well, and the one thing too, like even in Brandon Staley's little clip videos and audio clips through OTAs and everything, he talks a lot about just being ready, being being um, you know at tip top shape for when the season does start. And that's really what it's all about right now. Now, once again, game speed versus running around in your, your underwear, basically without pads and, and all that kind of stuff is, is different versus, you know, being on field and actually really playing a game. Wait, you, got, you got hidden cameras at my house or something to like that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I know it, dude. I know. Yeah, it. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, actually that, I, that's, that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm commando all the time. Commando baby. Let's go. We don't, ain't nobody want to see that. Ain't nobody want to yeah. see that. <laughs> hey, hey, but Pablo, Pablo, good point. Like Boise State play Satchel Liberty. That was so sick. That was against Georgia, by the way, right? Yeah. So absolutely amazing, dude. And look, here's the thing. You got to risk it for a biscuit, dude. And like, and, and I'll tell you, that's a big part of what what not a, uh, not a biscuit, brisket, brah. Brisket. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. yeah. Risk it for the brisket. Let's say that, dude. Let's say yeah. get out of that one. Brisket that's right. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, GTO man, uh, that's great. I, Tom Telesco has not gotten a lot of credit for specifically this actual draft. I think he's done a great job. Yeah, defensive lineman, offensive lineman. By the way, McFadden is awesome. I'm very excited about him. Um, what do you guys think? Should we do a deeper, wider video series on all of the drafted folks that we have? Because I kind of wanted to do one on Quentin and some of these other folks. What do you guys think? Should we do one going into the? Pre- I, I, again, we're in the off season, folks. Right, so. We got to create content for you guys. And so do you want us to do something like that a little deeper, wider for all the pokes that we picked up? Yeah. Um, and Pablo question, Kyle, are you guys grilling yet at this point? Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. We are, they are grilling right now. It's uh, it's, I thought that we were actually going to go down to the, the water side to grill, but we're actually doing it right here on the campground. Come on, Pablo. There's going to be plenty of food. You got to get up here, bro. Yeah. Oh, so, hey, hey, so I got another, I got another uh, guest here for you, real quick. What's up, hey. y'all? Hey. How you doing? Hey. So, what's your name? My name is Jorge George Iglesias Ventura. The diehard book club. Diehard book club, Ventura County. Yes. Yeah. That's what's up. That's right. Yeah. Well, we represent. Hey, Laura. My Hello. wife, Laura. Yes. We're representing Ventura County. Yes. Come on down. Let's have a good time. We're a yeah. big happy family. That's right. Get on oh. down here and enjoy. That's right. Please do. Oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah. All right. You guys have a good one. Perfect. Yep. Have a good time. <laughs> hey, Pablo, you got called out, dude. You better get your butt down there, dude. Yeah, Pablo. <laughs> yeah. There, Where are you at, son? Uh, Pablo Hernandez. He's uh, you know, out in the diehard uh, oh, yeah. from Orange oh. County. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're calling you out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You better get down there. You better get down there. <laughs> Hey, but one of the things I think about a lot too is like, okay, this is what Justin Herbert did last season, right? Bottom line in the playoff game, man. This is just so frustrating. Like one TD, you know, 273 yards, 25 for 43. And guys, we all know he had a torn labrum. Yeah. Rib cartilage. We don't know what the situation is, man. And like, well, look at this. Nothing was down even past the 20. Well, there was one and it went, one didn't didn't even work. It, It like, that's bad scheming. 
right? You cannot blame that on Justin Herbert doing it. So that's my that's my that's my frustration. That's well, my frustration. You, and, and you look at a lot of like say the middle of the field on that chart, it's a lot of green, which looks like a lot of like curl routes, which is basically what he did. That's exactly what he did. He yep. A lot of curl routes right there in the middle. A yep. lot of the line behind the scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage. You're not really doing winning football, in my opinion. You're doing conservative football at that point. And you're not really trying to find a way to be able to put the player in the best position to succeed. So once again, it's just a hard thing to look at. And it's very, very tough. And personally, the thing is, of the stats that Dak Prescott had versus the Niners versus Justin Herbert versus the Jags, there there is faults that Justin Herbert did where he yep. did have a Keenan Allen wide open. He threw the ball a little high out to him at the red zone. His stats could have been better and should have been better um, for that game. But, you know, it is what it is. It's it's water under the bridge now, boys. So let me say one thing on. about that, too. We got 13 yards rushing the second half of that game. Yeah. We stopped. We stopped. How fucking horrible is that, guys? Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second, dude. That sucks. That yeah. that was not Justin Herbert's fault, right? No. no. That's an offensive coordinator's fault. That's yep. my point, right? And so it's ridiculous. And then uh, Angel here – Rookies contribute. Zion, Jamari, Jasir. And by the way, Jasir's looking pretty good. Leonard Taylor's yeah. looking really good. We got a lot of people looking good in crank camp right now, folks. We're going to keep talking about all of them. 13 freaking yards, guys. We couldn't get freaking 20 yards? Yep. Man. It like, ugh, come on, dude. Okay. Hey, by the way, we're, we're probably about, for training camp opening day, I'm assuming it's probably going to end up being – Man, I just can't wait to freaking see football and being in front of the Chargers and being at training camp and seeing everybody there. We're probably looking at the weekend of 28th of July, man. We're yep. we're getting close, guys. Like we're getting close. And I Dang, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's crazy. It's that's that's just less than two months out. Less than two yep. months out, guys. Like I cannot wait to be able to be out there and uh enjoy some Chargers footballs, hang out with the fans. And- I mean that's a great well, you know time. what? We're, we actually, I actually have a connection with the Chargers itself. We actually probably going to get on the field itself, you know, and we'll Let's probably be doing a live right then. I know, right? Go. I'm, I'm going to start doing my training. I'll do my training. <laughs> hands, 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 hands. Yeah, hands, hands, hands. Quick feet, quick feet. Quick feet. Let's go. Quick feet. That's right. Let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That would be yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, I'm excited about that, man. I'm really looking forward to training camp, and I'm I'm looking forward to make a weekend out of it for sure. So it's going to be awesome. Well, and I tell you, Willie, good point, right? Xander Horvath should be able to run up the middle, right? I look that guy converted linebacker. I I just I just really see running back by committee moving forward. Yep. By the way, uh, you know our boy did talk quite a bit about um, how. We really think that um, it's going to be a running back by, by committee. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, J.K. looks really good. Um, and also, we haven't heard a whole lot about Spiller at this point. But I do think Xander is going to be good uh, moving forward. And, Matthew, let's talk about our cornerback depth. I do think our cornerback depth is going to be solid, right? Again, Dean Leonard's looking good. Just here's Taylor looking good. Um, again, I would love to get a better safety. But, you know, what are your thoughts, sir, James and Kyle? Well, it's interesting because in the last live, they I think the brisket broads brought up uh, about having going out and signing another cornerback. I mean, we could go out there and still get um, what's our guy that was our slot guy. Oh, uh, oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, uh, Bryce Callahan. 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 Yeah. I mean, Callahan we can still go out and get him. Yeah, Callahan. Callahan Auto Parts. Callahan Auto. I mean, we could still go out there and get him, but I I do think that there's a, a side that. Our cornerback depth is going to be contingent on if J.C. Jackson could be ready week one, in my yep. opinion. And I feel like J.C. Jackson and why we didn't draft anybody in the in in this draft for cornerback position is because I think they feel very confident in J.C. Jackson. I mean, they got yeah, a lot of money invested in him. Yep. But even to say if we didn't have J.C. Jackson, you still got Mike Davis. You still got Asante Samuel Jr., who still balled out pretty much all last year, did extremely well. Just Sir Taylor, we love you, Larry. I think it would be phenomenal. And Dean's been doing well in training camp so far, yep. too. So I think I feel good about it. JC Jackson is just the cherry on the cherry on the top or cherry on the top of the cake or whatever it is. Um, 
He oh, basically he on the cake. For us. <laughs> the cake or whatever, some damn thing, whatever. Cake, anyway. yeah. whatever. Cherry, something or other, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Icing well, on the cake. Icing on the cake. I think I blended both. Icing on the together. cake. Yeah, yeah. Cherry on go. the cake. Wow. Or the cherry okay, on top, I think, is what it's called. Dude. Just the cherry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the icing on the cake, dude. The icing on the cake. I love it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're right. JC's looking good, man. Like, JC's looking good. Yeah. And Khalil Mack, man, I tell you, you know, I was going to do a longer video about this this week. I did a short on it, right? And by, uh, you know, I do really think that bottom line, we could probably get 25 sacks between Mack and Bosa if they could stay healthy. I mean, please, God, stay healthy. But Thule's looking good. Yep. You know, we, we got to see what, what happens with Rump Shaker, dude. And look, hey, Floyd, James did a video on Floyd. Who knows? That might happen as well, too. I mean, come on now, man. Like, there's yep. just so much going on. And, dude, I'm just telling you, folks, like, there's just – this team just needs to stay healthy. But we still have not gotten a head athletic trainer at this point, yeah. which is hilarious yeah. to me. So hey, you got to ask yourself. Well, you, you, ain't, you, ain't made your, you, you ain't turned your resume in, bro. Come on, I man. I'm you. telling you. Me too. Hey, me too. you need a job. You got We got an opening right there, bro. Make it happen. You, Make hey, it happen. And you got both. Hey, yo, we like to call you Pac-Man after all. So come on now. Let's do it. <laughs> Pac-Man. That's right. I do my burpees. Dude. I did 100 burpees this morning. It's all good. My back. There you go, man. My back make all them. Eight. Make all them players do the burpees. They be. I'll, I'll they be so fit. How it's done. Come on, let's right. go. Burpees. Let's do this shit. Let's make it happen. <laughs> hey. All right. Hey, so, so James, why don't you pull up the stats? Uh, let's yep. let's compare Cowboys and Chargers on stats. And that'll be pretty good. Actually, let's let's go let's go to this view right here. There we go. A little, little bit bigger, guys. Can you guys see that? Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Cool. So let's take a look at this. This is uh, what are we looking at here, real quick? Oh, here we go. Total yards, passing, rushing, and points. Yep. So okay. just to kind of look at it. Cowboys last year were number four offense in the league. Number four. So as in average yards, Dang. basically they did about. Um. Well, excuse me. Total yards. What's their basing? Well, actually, excuse me here. Hold on one second here. Let me let me change this up again. All right, here we go. That makes it a little bit better. I pressed the button earlier. So basically, yards per game, they were just a little bit below us at 354 yards. We had 359 yards. So there's not really much of a change there, but there is going to be a change of minds on this, um, which is going to be huge for us all around. Um, if we start looking at the passing yards per game and see kind of where they're ranked at right now, uh, passing yards per game. You know, Cowboys actually aren't even in the – oof, wow, we were not even the top 15, I think, or 15, I believe, right here. Yeah. 219. So they were a little bit lower on that side of things. But then when we ended up going into rushing yards per game, we were abysmal. We are not on there by any means. We're terrible. Horrible. Horrible. Um, 135 yards per game. The thing about it is the scheme is going to help out that run game. Uh, in yeah. my opinion, it's going to help tremendously for us. I feel strongly the reason why just the stat that Andrew brought up earlier is that we only had 13 yards or something rushing on the second half of the game against the Jaguars. We lost because we had no run game and we did not know how to create a run game. We have got to be able to find a way to be able to at least be somewhat coherent and, and competent, I should say, as a run team. And even if we're at somewhere, this is probably in top 10, um, at 135 yards, that'd be a massive change for our team. I mean, we were <laughs> last season. Where we go, boys? Oh Here we go. We're God. 89 yards. 89 yeah. yards. You can't have that. You cannot have that, guys. Like, if you're not even remotely in the hundreds, even 120s, it's like, wow, dude. Like, you're just struggling, man. You're just struggling. Wild, the wild part of it is that you start looking at some of these guys. Bucks won their division albeit with an eight, nine record. God, they're uh, horrible. Yeah. Bengals, you know, they it's got terrible division. the Vikings with Dalvin cook and then the jets or excuse me, the dolphins, you know, they were under a hundred and they were all got find a way to the playoffs, but they really were leaning on the pass game. But once again, none of those teams went to the super bowl, right? None yep. of them did. None of so them did. when you have a balanced game, you can find a way to be able to get up there and, and, you know, get to a Super Bowl. Even if you look at, and it's interesting thing enough, just, and this is really on the fly that I'm thinking about this, you know, Kansas City Chiefs are just at 115 yards rushing. And then you go back to the Eagles, which are, I think, more up <laughs> from what I saw here. Uh, Eagles were fifth in the league at 147. So they played balanced. 
And and I do think that we're going to find that balance a little bit more with Kellen Moore. Um, and and it's it, to me, I think we got some good running backs. We just need to find to make find ways to make our offensive line be better. Be once again, he talked about being simplify the offensive line in the scheme. That's the key to be able to make this thing happen. So 100%. this is the stat I just want to point out for you guys. Chiefs and Eagles and the Bills, Cowboys. Cowboys were the fourth highest scoring per game team. Yep. And they there. were awesome in the red zone too. Yep, awesome. They in the were red amazing zone. in the red zone. 27.5 points per game. You realize how different that will be for our season, which I'll chat about. But I wanted to point out, Offense gets you to the Super Bowl. Two teams right here. One in three team, basically 29.2 points, 28.1. That'll get you guys deep in the playoffs. That'll find a way to be able to make it happen for you guys. You know, unfortunately, the Cowboys came against a, a Niners team that was just hot. And that's what happened to them. But going to us, we basically were at 23 points per game. In contrast, defensively we were at 22.9 points giving up per game so every game that was close game was close every single time we found ways to lose basically and the whole idea of this whole video is kellen moore will light up the scoreboard even if we stayed at that 22.9 points per game on defense if we score 28 points per game there's probably more of a possibility we're going to win a lot more games all around so that's all I wanted to point out about the stats from last year. That's massive. That's well, going to be not, massive for us. And not only that, you had Mike McCarthy, head coach, Cowboys, kept saying, sorry, I want my defense to rest, so right. don't go vertical all the time. And by the yep. way, they didn't have the quarter or the, the wide receivers that we have on our team right now, guys. Keenan Allen, yep. Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, Darius Davis, Quentin Johnston. I mean, are you freaking joking? Jalen Guyton. I mean, yeah, they got they had they had a uh, CD Lamb and Michael Gallup. Hundred you know, percent. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. That's all they had. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. And, and and like it, you know, it's different. It's 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 not. They're not the same guys. Now again, so this is why I think you're going to see Allen and Williams probably have a little more of a rotation. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I, I kind of suspect that we're going to use a lot of rookies on this and and, and r- rotate people in and out. Uh, this is a good point. Ethan, we did talk about this a little bit. My concern about the offense is only have two weeks because our coach didn't play anyone in the preseason. I don't suspect that changing at all, folks. Like, I just yeah. don't. Um, again, we do not want to have any injuries moving forward. And a few people brought this up about, like, Mike Williams not being out there. I heard people talk about his maybe needing back surgery. Darius Davis isn't playing currently um, in OTAs. Um, and who was the other person? Um, oh, Palmer. Palmer's not out there. Yeah, and 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 let, let me just say this: Brandon Staley specifically talked about this a couple of times. Look, at the end of the day, we don't want people out there that have any kind of injury, right, or any kind of tweak of a back or anything like that. Let's just let's just relax and go from there. And you're exactly yeah. right, yeah. Crystal Lombardi's unimaginative and stagnant offense. It was just curls, it was outs, it was flats, it was just move the sticks. Any moron can run an offense like that. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, remember even people pointing out some of the plays that he played were from Madden. So yeah. it's yeah. not like 100%. you're not going high level play calling by any means on this. So, yeah, yeah, right. And by the yeah. way, I'm really glad that he's with the freaking Broncos, the freaking <laughs> the Broncos, the donkey Broncos, Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Still got to make a video on the Broncos. I got a bunch of material to chat with him on that. So. We, we yeah. actually, wish you should name that Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. it, it really good point. Yeah, we need to stop the run and you know and put and and freaking bury and bury some of these quarterbacks at this yep. point. Dude, just just get in their face, dry hump them all day. Kyle, what are you gonna say? Uh, no, I mean I was just saying that's um, like I mean our our defense is really the thing that I'm actually most concerned about at this point. Um, because let's be honest, the past couple of years that we've had Staley, um, our defensive run or game has been awful. Like we, we've not protected against the run very well at all. And, um, we've had some, some luck with the, the past game, but it's still struggling. And, and that's kind of the, one of the things that I, I wanted to point out is that even though defense, uh, Brandon Staley is supposed to be a defensive minded person, but it still has not came to a uh, fruition yet you know 
Um, we have not yet seen his lights out defense, ex- except for a few flashes here and there, like uh, the first half of the playoff game. But you got to f- finish the game in order to really make it matter for, for anything. But you know what? Hey, I got another guest here coming over here. It's like yeah, someone who wants to say what's up. Oh, Yo, what's up? yeah, what's up? let's well, go. Welcome, Big Dan. Big Dan, what up, brother? Big Dan, how we doing, brother? Yeah, I love it. How you I doing? love it, man. Hanging in there, man. Absolutely. How's the barbecue? Yeah. Hey, it's good, man. It's good. We're just waiting for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would be there in a heartbeat, man. I, I would love to be there, man, for oh, real, man. dude. You know, no, you guys are good. You guys are good. You guys are here in spirit, brother. That's right. No doubt, man. You know, and these these barbecues are major, man. It keeps the fans engaged, keeps everybody yep. excited yeah. about the season, you know, keeps the brotherhood all together and everything, man. It's great you guys are doing all that, man, and coming together. It's great. We we had one no, out here no. with uh with uh Bull Pride 602 not too long there ago. Andrew and I, we were out here hanging out at that, and that was just awesome, man. It's great to be able to just be together with everybody and Talk about the season. Get everybody hyped, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Man, it's going to be killer, bro. It's going to be killer. I'm, it's going to be ready. killer this season, brother. I'm loving it. Yeah, we, I'm we, loving got, it. we got so much speed, dude. We got so much speed right now, yeah. bro. Yep. yep. You know, Street, speed, thing. strength, and butt and gut. There we go. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, you said butt and gut, bro. I'm behind you. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's classic that's classic i love it i love it, I love it. I love it. no but hey it's amazing what you guys do brother it's amazing we literally literally thank you dude we thank you bro because if yeah. it wasn't for you guys i mean we wouldn't be getting this exposure bro and uh we just want to commend you bro on behalf of us uh los rayos and uh bull pride bro we just want to thank you very very much bro we want to thank you guys thank you 100%. Most definitely. We appreciate you guys, man, and what you guys do. We love it. We love it, man. Absolutely. We love the fans, man. We love it. That that's what I'm here for, bro. That's what I'm here for, brother. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let Kyle get back to uh doing what you guys do best, brother. I'm gonna go and check in. Hey, much love. Love you guys, though. Love Absolutely. you. Yeah. See you, brother. Yeah. We'll see you up there yeah, right now. See you. All right, hey, bro. If you see Rich, bring him back over here. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll grab him. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll kidnap him. Aether, yeah. throw your question out again. I, we may have missed it. Maybe we didn't answer your question 100%, so throw it out there again. Yeah, I know um, we chatted and, about just kind of like his conditioning type things, and I don't know if that's oh. what he's kind of pointing on or not. But Well, and I and I think that's a big part of it, right? Like, you know, the conditioning is big. I mean, Brandon Silly talked quite a bit about that, too, and running the ball effectively, haymakers. I think we're going to do some screenplays as well, too. A lot of motion, um, and again – Lombardi's offense was asinine. asinine. And really, here's the thing, though, too. It it wasn't just asinine. The problem was it was so predictable. That was yeah. my frustration with it as well. This is a great point, too, by Dom as well. Fred Warner went to BYU, and we that's where KVN went as well, too. And Fred Warner and, and also KVN were both at BYU linebackers. And I will tell you, Fred Warner was – he basically – yeah, we, we, we ran the same damn defensive play all second quarter, and they shut us down. Yeah, it just goes to show you that he didn't change anything. He changed absolutely nothing. Yeah. You don't win games in the NFL by not doing anything. You you have to be aggressive. You have to move, right? Big Dan, love these guys. Speed kills. This is huge. And I mean, it's it's just I'm telling you, folks. Like that's a big part of what you know what we have to do moving forward, right? I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. So, folks, we're about in an hour right now. We'll probably want to just cut cut the feed at this moment. So, guys, maybe uh, James, Kyle, and then I can wrap up and uh, we can we can end this uh, stream right here. But again, what are your thoughts? Again, like and subscribe if you enjoy the content, please. Again, we still have seventy percent of our viewers. I think we had seventy thousand views on our channel this last like you know thirty days. Yeah. And it's a little over seventy, maybe even seventy-five percent of our viewers have not actually subscribed. So, just subscribe, guys. It takes a few seconds. Uh, and go from there. So James, Kyle, and then I'll wrap up and, and uh, we'll, we'll get out. You know, the one thing that when we were talking about the subject of, to make this live and everything too, I was thinking, you know, where are the strengths that were actually, where can we get better from this uh, yep. specifically? And I, one thing I looked a lot about with the Cowboys and seeing the history of Kellen Moore in his offense was I was thinking, well, where were we at last year about our offensive line? Um, what, how many sacks did we give up last year? Um, we basically gave up about 39 sacks last season. And I was thinking, yep. ah, that's kind of a high on that side. But 
when Kellen Moore is talking about simplifying things and keeping the offensive line a little bit more simplified, easier for them to do their jobs and do it well. Yeah. I was thinking, well, what did the Cowboys do last year? How many times, how many times did they give up sacks? 27 times. They only yep. gave up 27 sacks last year. And Dak doesn't how- run anymore. He doesn't yeah. run as much. Yeah. Right. You, you realize like Herbert's got a little bit more wheels. He has the ability to move too. Um, he can change things up, which sometimes being mobile gives up sacks too. But at the same side, I'm feeling like this offensive line is going to be one of the top offensive lines this year. I think I'm kind of putting it out there, maybe bold prediction. I think we'll be a top five offensive line next year. I think because of our scheme, the 11 and 12 man personnel type stuff, specifically 12 man personnel will be extremely stout for us, for our O-line. So I think Herbert's going to have a great year. And that's kind of one reason why I'm hanging Hanging my hat on that Herbert ha- will be in conversation for MVP next season yep. because our O-line is going to be top five in the league. So Agreed. I'm ready Agreed. for it. Let's get it. Let's get that. Let's get that dub. Let's get into Hey, let's win the division. Let's win the division. Let's go. Let's, let's sweep go. the stupid right. cheese. Somebody right. do it. Let's go. Jeez. That's right. <laughs> You know, and, and every other team in our, our division actually really wants us to beat the t- Chiefs because, you know, we're all of us in this division are tired of the Chiefs being as good as they are. So that's that's the goal, to beat the Chiefs. It's funny, one of my buddies, and I'm sorry to cut you off on this, Kyle, but one of no my good. buddies who's a Broncos fan, he's like, you know what, man? This might be the year that Mahomes gets injured and then we all got a chance uh-huh. at this thing. You know, let's that's make it happen. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, I don't man. Want an injury on anybody. But you know, it, it, it's gonna happen at some point, right? It's a yeah, right? Yeah, get injured in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was gonna say, um, you know, I, I look at at what was our weakest uh, point from last season, and that was our run game, um, because it was our run game was really just a short pass game, um, and for whatever reason, you know, like I mean, like you're saying, like the the offensive line could have been a massive contributor to those problems. But I would also say the biggest re- problem with that was that Joe Lombardi abandoned all uh, opportunity to use Xander Horvath as a lead blocker for Aston Eckler. Because let's face it, LT could not have been LT without Lorenzo Neal. Yep. Hands down. 100%. I'm sorry to say. And so we get Xander Horvath out there to lead block for Austin Eckler. We're going to have an amazing run game here. And I believe that actually that Kellen Moore will use Xander Horvath a lot more in this defensive scheme, not only as a fullback, but potentially as more of a blocking tight end position situation too. Um, because, and that's the other part of the offense that I think that we need, need the most improvement on is, is our tight ends because yeah, I, I love Gerald Everett. He's going to be our tight end one. Um, but you know, we have McKitty and we have Parham who are both kind of like, well, are they, are they really, you know, doing what they need to be doing right now? Um, and I, I think that uh, Kellen Moore is going to be able to pull that out of them and actually get them to the next level uh, because let's face it, we're probably not going to have Gerald Everett for too much longer. So, um, and so, and so that's why they need to step up in order for them to secure a future with us or with another team. So, I think that I think those two areas are an offense are going to be the, the greatest improvements for this year. Yeah, and I'll wrap up here. And Pablo, yes, we are going to be there. Uh, Kyle's already got us uh, potentially going to be on the field for training camp, so we'll be there for sure. We'll probably be game one or training camp one, first first open camp. Uh, yeah, we'll be out there as well. We're going to be there as much as possible. I know Kyle will be there a ton, so definitely connect with Kyle as much. I know Brisker Broads are out there every Saturday, we'll talking quite a bit. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let me wrap up, and then uh, and then we'll we'll be out. Let Kyle go grab his sandwich and whatever sandwich, his burger, ribs, <laughs> tacos, whatever you go be eating. Anyways, Burger's a sandwich, burgers, a sandwich. Hey, that's cool, man. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I'll debate debate of the podcast is a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh, <laughs> yes, it's it is. Between two buns, it's sure. between two buns. Let's go. Let's get it. No, yeah. but I will say this, folks. Um, you know, look, the cool thing about. Literally what uh, Kellen Moore is going to do is going to make things very simple. He's going to be aggressive and he's going to make things easy for this team to succeed. Right. One of the things that Jamari uh, or uh, Rashawn Slater said, and also Keenan Allen said, he said he's simplifying things so we can play fast. So again, going back to blocking, going back to just tight end play, hitting a gap, running backs, 
keep it simple, stupid. That's exactly what Kellen Moore is going to do. And on by by the way, these are professional players. They know what they're doing. If you keep the scheme simple, which is what every team does, the Niners do it, the Ravens do it, the Steelers do it. They keep things very simple and repeatable. And that's what we're going to be seeing moving forward. So, again, guys, like and subscribe if you enjoy the content. And we are the Bolt Bros. And, Kyle, enjoy yourself out there. We wish you were there, brother. You know? And uh, love you, buddy. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Hey. You guys got to just come out here next time, man. Come on now. Just like, yo, hey, don't be don't be shy. I know. No I know. Yeah, you know we're shy. We're shy, guys. We're shy. Yeah, you are. You're, yeah, you're super shy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. We're the Bull Bros. We'll see you guys in the next one. See you.